Hello, I'm Richard Herring. And I'm Abdullah Crowey. And this is Sight on Screen. watch and discuss a movie that only one of us has seen before. And for the first time in the show's long and illustrious history, you picked. Yeah, and I picked uh, something that I thought would be quite relevant now. Uh, it's, uh, you know, in, uh, what do you say, like in... In theme? Yeah, in theme with the uh, new releases that Disney are making right now. Oh, yeah. Which are, they're redoing all their classics. They, yeah, cartoon they classics. Are. They're redoing them into live action. All of them. All of them. Yeah. God almighty. Some of which are shot for shot, the identical movie, just, just live action. The most useless of concepts, my <laughs> yeah. god. And we'll get into remakes. We, we'll get in there. Uh, yeah, that was actually one of, one of the reasons why I picked this movie specifically, because I wanted, to, get, I wanted to talk a little bit about remakes and how yeah. there are... Remakes that are done bad, there are oh, yeah. remakes that are pointless, mm-hmm. and there are remakes that are done well. Yeah, Disney's gone the whole gamut and done all three. Yeah, and the latest one is Mulan. Correct. Have you seen it yet? What, the 2020? Yeah, because I know I haven't, because at the time of recording, the cinema in our area, at least, is shut down. Yeah, well, it hasn't been released yet. No, when is it coming out? It's postponed because. Oh, is it yeah. really? Yeah, I yeah. have not caught this. I, no, no, I, I haven't been paying attention. No, no, it's, it's been postponed. Oh, I thought it was only postponed here. No, the, that James Bond has been postponed as well. Uh, then there's one other release. Good grief! Yeah, yeah. So for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, and hopefully this is being released a little bit after the madness has passed. Uh, <laughs> we are. This is being recorded right in the middle of the Corona scare. Really, like. Yeah, COVID-19. COVID-19, and we are very much right in the middle of it here yeah. in Norway. So, yeah, the fact that we were even recording is... It's a bit of a miracle. Kind of a miracle at this yeah. point, really. <laughs> at this point, yeah. yeah. The streets are dead, <laughs> to put it like that. The streets are empty. It's 28 days out there. Yeah, 28 days. Yeah. Good, good reference, good reference. Thank you. So, yeah. Uh, so, not... what we watched is, because you haven't actually said it yet... Yes, so what we've watched is Mulan, but not the Mulan that most of you would be familiar with. Correct. As a matter of fact, this is the 2009 live-action Chinese Mulan movie, yep. in China referred to as Hua Mulan, which Hua is her, Mulan. her name. So it is probably something very familiar to anyone who is listening who is Chinese or who is currently engaged in Chinese cinema, because it is a big film from China at the yes. time of release. Yeah, and this is, yeah, 2009... Uh, in English-speaking countries, it was released under the name of Mulan, Colon, Rise of a Warrior. Yes. Uh, yeah, uh, it's a two-hour war epic. Yeah. That... A surprisingly restrained epic. Surprisingly restrained. And it does something that I wasn't really expecting when I first saw mm-hmm. it, which is that they just pretty much fast-forward through... Yeah, all I the mean, things that, that we, we, we would were, be familiar. We were literally with. watching it like we just watched it, and I'm sitting there because I'm the one who hasn't seen it before, and I knew nothing about this movie going deliberately. In. I, I had an open an IMDb page. I did no research, 
And we're sitting there, and we are maybe ten minutes in, and I'm like, this is really going quickly. She's already in the army, and she's, uh... Yeah, they've already gone through the motions. <laughs> yeah, we, but the, uh, no training montage? No, no training montage. Fifteen minutes in, and she's a general? <laughs> yeah, it really <laughs> like, was almost like whiplash. We have moved through that story so yeah. quickly. And essentially, because this is an extremely well-known legend in China, yep. and uh, it's one taught, you know, from a very, very young age, and so they're familiar with the known history of Mulan. Yeah, the uh, origin story. Yeah, let's the call origin it that. story. The fact that she went to war because uh, instead of her father, who was sick, yeah. and uh, she ended up uh, basically progressing through the ranks, disguised as a male, yep. uh, and then being made general. Yep. And so the movie really starts after she's made general. Yeah, that's the rank all of general. the lead up. Then she becomes general, and that's when the real plot, or I, I don't know what to call it plot, the main arc of the story kicks in. Let's yeah. call it that. Yeah, and it's uh, the, the focus of the movie is about the toll that war takes on someone. Oh, yeah. And also the benefits and disadvantages of emotions on the battlefield. Yeah, now that's a big principle of yeah. it. Yeah, and it's uh, it kind of goes back and forth, and then uh, sort of uh, lands on a very nice and slightly ambiguous uh, in that regard. Yeah, I mean, and, and the thing I will say is, I'm, I'm going to get this right out of the way, right off the bat. I think this is quite a bit better than the Disney version. Yeah, to say I, it, to I, put it I really do, and I gotta say, and we're talking about the 1998 Disney correct cartoon, yeah, uh, animated film, the animated film, because we still haven't seen the 2020. We still haven't seen 2020. And funny enough, uh, just so that people are made aware, because of the original 19, 1998 animated movie mm-hmm. was received very poorly in China. Uh, due, Shockingly. Due to, the, due to the westernization oh and, the, and the fan, yeah, the real like yeah. fantasy elements that were added to it, and this is a this is a legend that's very respected in that culture. Mm-hmm. And so, seeing people, you know, basically, <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's just all just take a moment and say, yeah, you know what, this movie doesn't have Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although it does have oh. something else, and that I'll get to that in the end of this podcast. Stay tuned. You're going to keep me in suspense. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Stay tuned. Rick. Stay tuned to the end because there is something in this movie that oh. is better than Eddie Murphy. I oh. thought we were going to talk about Tiger, but no, no, no. You're talking about yeah, the, the other talking, thing. I'm talking about the other thing. The, the guy the, in the, the movie named Gudo. <laughs> was that his name? Yeah. I thought it was Vita. No, that's his actual name. <laughs> oh. Whatever. We'll Moving get to on. it. We'll get Moving to on. It. <laughs> tangent aside. Tangent aside. No, yeah. that's not even a tangent. That's an upcoming. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So stay tuned till the end <laughs> for a major, major thing. Thing. Yeah. Plot twist. <laughs> a, a thing I know nothing about. Because you were like. Oh, no. You, you, you will. You'll recognize it. Trust me. Okay. I'm, All right. I'm so confused. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So what I was getting at was. Hmm. So the, the 1998 animated film was received oh. very poorly in China. Oh, yeah. And so now with the live action, uh, they've taken out a lot of these fantasy elements. Oh, yeah. And they're trying to make a more accurate representation of the movie. Uh, Very much in the same vein as this film. Yeah. So they've kind of taken a lesson. Uh, well, even you though, s- you're talking about the new Disney one, right? Yeah, the 2020. You say that. However, I do real- know that one of the character posters features a woman identified as a witch. 
Yeah. So <laughs> I suspect Disney. There's still Disney. So there's yeah, gonna be I a mean, little bit of something. Yeah, and that's actually why I mean trying to cater to both markets has ended up in no one being happy because people that really yeah. really love the animated film are like, oh, where's all these cool elements? That where's we my like? Mushu? Yeah, where's my Mushu? And then people who are like, who are in the Chinese who's, culture, whose culture who, 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 is being yeah. utterly wrecked? Yeah, who was who, who was against the 1998 animated film? They're like. Well, it's still not good enough. You're still no. you're still like ruining our legends oh, here. Oh man! So so yeah, they've kind of they kind of. So I'm yeah, just, I'm just gonna the... get this one off the bat though. Is I think having watched the film, all the rest of it, the plot here isn't very relevant. We yeah, it's this... a character's journey, and it is very much more her experience of everything that and all the rest of it. So we'll be talking a little bit about moments here, moments here, certain characters. Yeah, so there might be some mild spoilers ahead. Yeah, so yeah but I don't think we're going to make it a huge effort to try and canonically explain the plot. It's a war. A 12-year war. and Yeah, I think it's actually referred to as Yeah, it's called a 12-year war. And yeah. it's everything that comes along with it. So trying to... Not, not to be confused with the, with the seven-year war. <laughs> different war. Yeah, different war, different continent. Here on sight on screen, we are careful to identify our wars. <laughs> But yeah, no, we're, I don't think we're going to make an effort to really go through the canonical step-by-step yeah. process of this, because it's kind of not the point. You know who Milan is, you know what she's set up to do, and this yeah. is her war histories, almost. Essentially, yeah, the, the lesser-known parts of her history. Mm. Uh, so, and just to sort of, because we might get into some mild spoilers, because this is, like you were saying, it's not really plot-driven, it's oh. more character driven oh yeah and so if we start to really get into there we might spoil a little bit of the that's true of the, of the magic of the movie so before we get we go there for those that are still interested in watching it because i think we both oh yeah no it. we recommend this yeah. completely yeah it's not a perfect movie by any means but nope. it is definitely an enjoyable one and yeah. it's one that i think is a really well well acted well shot the cinematography is great yeah so yeah if you have if you're if you're interested in seeing the movie You'll, you have both of our recommendations, go watch it, and then come back and listen to the rest of the podcast if you want. Yeah, I mean, the one thing I will say is that... To avoid spoilers. Yeah, I mean, this is one of those movies where it is the Chinese war epic. And China does amazing war epics, but it's a slightly less intimidating version of it. It isn't Redcliffe. It's not four hours long. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, it's, it is a lot of the same kind of elements... It's not quite as fanciful as something like House of Flying Daggers or mm-hmm. Crouching Tiger. So it's 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 no, kind no, of it's a nice... incredibly grounded. It's very grounded. So just be aware of that going in, kind of... But it is approachable. It isn't very hard to follow, at least not for me. No, it's so not. So I would say it's a... Follow. For Chinese cinema, it's quite an easy one for Western culture. To yeah. kind of interpret and read, because it is so based in the drama, not in the minutiae. Yeah, I would put it in the, like, if, you, if you're if you new to Chinese cinema, in the same way how Old Boy was is sort of a good introduction into Korean cinema. Korean cinema, yeah, completely. Uh, because it, it, it's easy to sort of, for Western audiences to get into. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, I, I think this would be in the same vein, where oh, yeah. this is an easy movie to get into sort of Chinese war epics and, and Chinese cinema in general. You know which movie it reminded me of? Mastering Commander. Yeah. It had a very kind of similar thing where it is a historical time period and they've done a, you can really tell they've paid attention to the uh, historical detail. Oh yeah. There were I mean, thousands the, of extras on this Thousands movie. of extras, the uh, armor, the costuming, the white fighting patterns. It's not, you know, 
even the way that the yeah i mean the strategies that they were doing Completely. like the war strategies i mean the the way that they were fighting the yeah. way that it was shot while they were fighting very much uh in the same vein i would yeah. think yeah but it's not getting super caught up in all that stuff because it's kind of a that's just a really nice dressing around a more character driven study yeah. Much like Master and Commander, where it is so much minutiae and it's so much detail and it's so much historical accuracy. Exactly. But it's basing itself on just a character study of the captain of the ship. Yeah. And this is basing it on Mulan. Mulan, Mulan yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, that's, uh, I think that sort of covers our bases. Yeah, I think we, of, I think uh, we prepared people. Yeah. I think that's a good way of putting it. <laughs> yeah. The one thing I will give this movie, having, you know, having just watched it, it does a really good job balancing its tones because it is bouncing through a lot of it. There's the wartime stuff. There's the drama stuff. There's some comedy. Yeah, there's a little bit of comical relief. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's it, good. It, it, it works. It's nice to have a little bit, of, especially in like a two-hour movie. Oh, yeah. You, you want, you want Yeah, you need, you need to have some of these breaks. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it balances the comic relief and the, the, I mean, the, the only... Or the major gripe I have. I'm not going to say it's the only gripe. No, no, no. But it's the only one that really matters to me, at least. Go for it. Is the... In some areas throughout the movie, there's some, like, over-melodramatic sections. It is very drama. Yeah. And that is actually pretty... Like, Chinese dramas are very much in the same vein. Which is why, I guess, this is... That's why we're saying, like, this is definitely Chinese cinema. This is not... This is not it's not it, Hollywood in any way. It has my favorite trope in all of Chinese cinema, which is something that happens in quite a few of their films, and every time it happens, I am always happy to see it. Wait, we don't know how to get out of this scene? Cut to white. Yeah. White fade. Fade cut to white. You know, it's like yeah. you're in a situation and you're like, okay, how are they going to leave this battlefield now and get back with because they don't have enough food? Or no, we faded to white and they're there. We, 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 it is the get out of jail free card of Chinese yeah. cinema. <laughs> But I think it was done really tastefully in this. It was movie. done tastefully because, was... because it was kind of it was it's kind of like divided into acts and scenes, mm. and so every time there is a like a cut to white, which happens quite a few times oh, throughout yeah. the movie, it's it's very much changing scene. I mean, it feels like an epic. I mean, it, the, yeah. the, though the characters don't show twelve years quite as much as they might have. Yeah, the fact that there a lot a time has been passing and things have been happening that we haven't seen is definitely apparent. Yeah. So it does a quite good job of kind of showing that epic scale of time and such. And a lot of that has to do with the white ca- the white cuts, as I call them, because it does give this impression of, okay, we are leaving what is happening. We're not just cutting away. We are leaving this time and place and moving on to a new time and place. Yeah, and I think this movie does a much better job than something, say, like The Witcher, to express time. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get into the no, Witcher. No, no, no. <laughs> that's that's a whole tangent. I gotta <laughs> say though, speaking of Witcher, fight scenes in this, or the battle yeah, scenes, the I should battle call them. Scenes, yes. Some of that was really well done. I mean, it's pretty much practical with just little dabs of digital blood here and there. Yeah, the, the digital blood was at least for me a bit distracting. Yes, because it's not. It's two thousand and nine. It's not re- like it's not it's, the best. It doesn't blend super well. Yeah, it's it, it falls a bit flat. Basically yeah. on the screen, but they do have practical blood as well. Oh yeah, and the, the fighting is practical. All the fighting is practical. Yeah, and it it's really, really shows. I mean, it's really well done fight choreography, battle choreography, uh, like the guys lining up for battle and getting into their little phalanx units and all the rest of it. Mm. 
it, it was really well done. Yeah, and all the armor and the shields and the weaponry, you could feel the heft of them. Like, this mm. was really weighty, actual metal. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, the actors were... You could tell that they were kind of struggling a little bit with the fighting, like when they were trying to smash shields and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, like no, you could feel some of these hits. Yeah, like it was really, really well done in that regard, and and the fact that it's all practical in that sense, mm. it's uh, it gives it more oomph. Yeah, so I mean, she Hua Milan is in this war, the Twelve Year War, is against the what are Ruans. they the Ruans, who are the plains people. Yeah, from the north. From the northern, in northern China, who have later on and in other eras be referred to as, you know, the Han or the Mongols. It's that area yeah. where you have the nomadic horsemen of northern, in, nor, in north of China, who have been historically someone, people who have kind of broken into China in warfare and then gone back again. And it's kind of a yeah. historical precedent. And they refer to that in this movie that, they, oh, yeah. that these are, these, these are tribes people that that go into China, plunder, oh, it's actually, it's, yeah, loot, loot and plunder, yeah. and then go back and retreat. But actually, it's a little bit more historically on point than that, because what they refer to is this idea that they go into the Great Plains, they plunder, they go back. However, when there is a confederation of all the tribes combined, that's when they're bro- bold enough to actually start moving in and actually taking yeah. territory. And that is something that has happened historically several times. I don't, I haven't researched this film. I just know this stuff. This is an area of history I'm quite interested in. No, that's, yeah, good. So it is one of those things where you can actually see, and it is discussed in the film, that yeah, they gathered all these tribes, and now as a confederation of tribes, they are actually starting to make serious headway into the Chinese territories, the Mm -hmm. Wei territories. Yeah, the, yeah, the Wei lands, basically. Mm. But, uh, yeah, so what's so incredible about this movie mm. is all the rewards that it has won. So yeah, this one did really well for itself. This one has done really well. It was it won the, and I'm going to probably butcher some of these names, oh, oh, oh. but the main actress, Xiao Wei, Xiao Wei, she won Best Actress in multiple award uh, uh, festivals and... Yeah, and one of which is the Changshun Film Festival, mm-hmm. the 10th. Uh, she won Best Actress in the Shanghai Film Critic Awards. Yep. And also Best Actress for the 100 Flowers Award, which is the, essentially the Chinese equivalent of the Oscars. Yeah, and I think we both agreed she deserved it. Yeah, she did an amazing job. knocked it out of the park. I mean, this movie rests on her shoulders. And yeah, I mean, is, the, cam- the camera is almost always on her. Yeah, it's, very it's her rarely. perspective, it's yeah. her story, and it is very reliant on her, on her performance because so much of the film she has to pretend to be, quote-unquote, someone else, you know? Yeah, and this film, they didn't they didn't go the route of, well, the sort of the disrespectful route, I would say, or the, mm. or the, like, the cheap route of saying, oh, she's trying to pretend to be a man... The focus is very little on that, actually. Yeah, the the, the ge- movie kind the, of forgets about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it comes up occasionally, but the gender aspect seems irrelevant. Yeah, and, and, I, and it, it, it's even sort of joked about, I don't know if you caught it, but mm, between the, 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 soldiers. Uh, the soldiers themselves, mm. they were sort of like referring to her as as a man, but sort of in a joking way, because I think they all really yeah, knew it, at that point. It's when she became general, they kind of sort of knew... The way it seems to me is like, I think the movie is trying to hedge its bets a little bit. It it never openly addresses if the men in her army know. 
Yeah, she it is a man. Yeah, it doesn't. It's never directly addressed, but it's certainly. I mean, this is a. I mean, this is not exactly a masculine-looking actress. This is no. a very traditionally beautiful Chinese woman who is yeah in the armor and all the rest of it, and they pretty much kind of hint that yes they know but she's a great general so they don't care yeah essentially yeah and, and they they even straight out say that at the end at the but, end yeah, yeah completely i mean yeah. there's the, a the king just comes out and says we don't really care <laughs> you know yeah, you I were think, a great general yeah i think we're word, proud to have you <laughs> yeah i think the wording is she's like i am a woman punish me and he says i forgave you a long time ago it's yeah. kind of like so yeah. like pe- yeah people mm. knew so and that's that kind of that kind of because because they sort of do a disservice to the character if if it all hinges on her pretending to be a man. Yes. Uh, so this movie does the smarter thing, which is focusing on uh, how do you react in a battlefield situation, regardless yeah. of your gender. Just like, how do you react when you see all these people whom you refer to as brothers? Oh, yeah. Uh, what do you do when you see them essentially die one by one? Yeah, no, and they're... you still have to lead the rest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is. It's a rough movie in that regard. I mean, it's not a distinctly gory movie at any point. There's no. a bit of blood. There's a bit of violence. I mean, it it is a war yeah, movie. But it, yeah, but it's very subdued. It is it's subdued. The, there is, it's, it's not. Yeah, like you were saying, it's not overly gory. No one really like loses limbs or anything like that. You no, don't and see. if you if there is anything like that, is definitely you know the, you can it's really tell the camera made an effort to stay away. Yeah, there's like one point. specific point where she beheads a uh, warrior yeah, commander early on in the movie, yeah. and the and the camera really does immediately cut away to a distance so you don't get any of that yeah, real and then, gore, and then zooms into her face where you just see the blood splatter on her on her helmet. Yeah, her I mean face. it's it's as you said, tasteful. It's a tasteful, it's a good yeah. way of handling that kind of violence, especially in this kind of movie, because if not, it would just be all over the place. Yeah. Especially, yeah, because this movie's focus was not, like, even though, the because this is a war movie. Yeah, so and the there's war, war is, consistently throughout. Yeah. Battle is, after battle. No, no, because this movie is about those 12 years of war. Mm. Like, you start at the beginning of it, and then you end yeah, at I mean, the end it, of it. <laughs> it's not like there's a battle, and then you cut away for a whole area of segments of different places or different times away from the war, and then you're back again. No. Yeah, no, no, it's the, battlefield. You were all, on campaign this entire movie. Yeah, you were either in the camp, or you were on the battlefield. Oh, yeah. So it didn't really leave uh, yeah, the war. Yeah, and kind of taking that gender thing off the table as a major point in the film helps so much because suddenly we're actually allowed to just enjoy the performances and the kind of, I'm going to call it a romance. It It is. Yeah, I have to call it a romance. It is. It's essentially a romance of two people that can't really be together. Correct. For various reasons throughout the story, it yeah. kind of changes the reasons why they can't yeah, be together. Yeah, no, it, it, the whole thing does go through a lot of changes, but it begins with her and her co-general. Let's call it that. Uh, no, she's the co-general. Yeah, he is the, he's the general, yeah, he's she's the, the sub-commander, and it kind of just moves through there as a story. Then, as... Yeah, but then, and then, and again, this movie moves at a, like a lightning pace. Oh, yeah. So it starts out with uh, with her obviously being a regular soldier, him being a general. She gets promoted to, well, he, he was a co-general. Yeah. He gets promoted to general. She gets promoted to co-general. And then almost immediately after that, they're both equal level. Yeah. <laughs> like commanders. They both get commander status. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like it really does go at a clip, to put it lightly. 
And a lot of that, I mean, their relationship is more important than their positions and their... Yeah. There's not a huge a lot of change, really, in terms of what their ranks mean, but their relationship changes almost because of it. Yeah, no, and yeah, the relationship changes. And it's, it's like I was saying, like, the, the whole movie is about how the, the interplay between these two... Yep. And how manipulating some of them can be. <laughs> okay, and we'll get into we're, that. Oh, we're <laughs> we'll gonna get into, into it. But my reaction at the time <laughs> yeah, was, uh, was on point, <laughs> quite spectacular. Yeah, because I was saying the same thing when I watched. <laughs> it did really. Oh, but but yeah, okay. uh, but yeah. So so for various so at any given point in time, uh, they can't be really be be together. Uh, because of differing reasons. So mm-hmm. the first one was because of their position, and the second time is because, you know, they basically thought one of them was dead. Yeah, that's the, <laughs> that's the one. We're, we're going to get to it, but yeah. But, I mean, the whole thing is that she is, even if people know, quote-unquote, she is has to take the station of a man in this film. And the male role is very quickly defined at the beginning of the film. Women don't fight, men do. Yeah. There is a whole hierarchy thing. Yeah, there. there's even her father, although in the beginning, oh, yeah. pretty much says, you know, all these people who uh, who glorify war are idiots. All the people who talk about feelings in wars are fools. Yes. Uh, and he pretty much says that out. Yeah, almost but verbatim. he also has, what was the incredible line he says? Our family only knows how to fight. If you would like to fight in the next war, be born in the next life as a man. Yeah, yeah. It's like a he really whoa, and and you can sort harsh. So that's that was both. I mean, it's kind of like a cultural thing it as is well. A cultural thing. A time, especially period from thing. that time period. Yeah. Oh yeah. But you can also sense that he's he doesn't want to lose a child. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he is, he's a, he's a single father. It's made clear that the wife already died years ago. Yeah. He intends to die in this war. He is sick. He is not feeling well. He is saying his goodbyes. Yeah, and he thinks that, you know, dying on the battlefield is the only way to die respectfully. Yeah. And that's sort of echoed in her journey as well. Oh, yeah. And uh, she's being sent off to marry. Yes. And she revokes that. She steals his armor in the middle of the night and she goes to enlist. Yeah. Well, you know, it's the Mulan it's, story. It's, but yeah, it's, it's the Mulan story, but with an added layer of emotion. Because yeah, with I, depth, in, I would say. Yeah, and the Mulan story we're used to, at least here in the West, it is very, oh, he would love to see her fight, but he can't because she's a woman, and he's going to go and do his duty. And, and, yeah. No, there's a, there's a little bit more going on here, and it is yeah. a much more grounded human approach to it. Yeah, because not only, like we were saying, not only the cultural aspect, but also the fact that he doesn't want to see her go down the the path that he went yeah and then um there is where she meets uh wentai who's being played by chen kung yes who is also very good in this i mean those two yeah i mean the the, the movie hinges on their performances yeah also a little bit from um from what uh, is his name tiger uh, tiger yeah who uh, is uh being played by jc chan yeah, yeah. jc chan and he, he does, also does a great yeah, he, job. He does a great we job. both loved him. We're yeah. like, we're we're both in the he's, in the beginning yeah, of the he, movie. He's, he's a bit of the comic relief in the beginning at least. Yeah, at he beginning. really kind of pulls up. I yeah, mean, no, yeah. In the in the beginning, he's a bit of the comic relief, and then he sort of becomes the emotional core. I would say moral the core, the moral core. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's kind of the guiding beacon there when she gets lost in this journey. Because, yeah. I mean, this is the thing I will say about this movie: the Mulan journey here is not. You know, lacking of existential crisis. This poor woman gets put through the ringer. 
Yeah. I mean, it's an emotional, it's, it's emotionally destructive, the effect of all this has on her. And you can see her having her highs and her lows. And yeah, and like I, the scenes where she's picking up the dog tags, you can, yeah. and the actress <gasps> does an amazing job of just how brutal it is to go in the aftermath of a battle and yeah. just pick up all these dog tags and watch them. Which is I mean, just like, oh. The, the dialogue does have a bit of a tendency, at least the translation, because we had subtitles on, obviously, yeah. is it did feel a little bit too heavy into, like, prose almost, almost too poetic at times. Yeah, but that's also typical and of I, Chinese cinema. It, it is, but it kind of like the performances pulled us through that. It didn't feel. It didn't feel archaic. Yeah, yeah. like I like the screenplay didn't win any awards, and that's understandable because <laughs> it was the performances. It, it is was the performances. Yeah, and uh, speaking of awards, it was nominated mm. also for the Hundred Flowers, the the sort of the Oscar equivalent. It mm. was a runner up for Best Picture, but it okay. didn't win. But Best she did win Best Actress. Yeah, and again, she really she deserved did, it. Definitely deserved it. She yeah, did an I mean, amazing the- job. As long as you can get past, and you should get past just right off the bat, no, she does not look like a man. No, she's not really fooling anybody. And the movie sort of accepts yeah, that. Yeah, and as long as you're willing to do that <laughs> yeah. as well. Because I yeah. I didn't know what this was going in. First five minutes, I'm sitting there going, why is nobody stopping her? Because she is clearly a woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's not the point. And as long as yeah. you can get past that real quick and just get it out of your system, you're good. Yeah, no, I think I think this movie did, definitely went the right way in choosing... Uh, properly competent actress. Oh yeah, no, they chose lightly, the... to put it mildly. Wow, I mean... she is beyond competent, actually. What was the other two? She's in Redcliffe, and Redcliffe is uh, yeah, she's the, the 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 kind of the big version of the same of a similar kind of movie. If it's a bit more war oriented, I would say she's also in Shaolin Soccer. Yeah, which is amazing. Which is where we'd seen her from. Because <laughs> Shaolin Soccer is Stephen Chow, who is also the guy behind uh, the Good, the Bad, and the Weird, which is yeah. just one of my favorite movies. I love that movie because it is completely. I've seen it, but I know of it. Oh, that is going on the list because that right. is unbelievably entertaining. Okay, Stephen Chow is quite a guy. This list is becoming exceptionally long. <laughs> it means we have stuff to do. We need to start writing these down, though. I have. I've written all mine down. Okay, <laughs> Every time I say something, you write it down. You're no, in no, no. Of... I've written mine down. I oh, haven't written no. any of yours. Hey. <laughs> <Darn it. laughs> I'll have to re-listen. I'm the one who edits these anyway. So yeah. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> we'll be fine. But, but yeah. So, um, speaking of Tiger... Yeah, yeah, the comedy relief, really, kind of. In the beginning, at least. Yeah, I mean, he's, it's him and a small cohort of guys who are, what are they called again? Fatso. Fatso Hulu. Scholar. Scholar. Uh, and, uh, yeah. And I think those Tiger. are kind of like that. Yeah, I mean. Oh, oh and Turtle. And Turtle. Yeah. I gotta be honest, when I saw these guys and they heard their names, I'm thinking to myself, please don't make that a continual thing for the movie that this is like the little group that's going to be hanging out with her. And then they started getting murdered. Yeah, so one like, by one. Yeah, just like <laughs> vi- viscerally murdered. Like, oh, that's fine. The two brothers, the Hulu oh, and Fatso, man. Oh, oh they, they die so badly. So brutal. <laughs> You're like, no. And you can, like, he's his brother. Like, no. Oh, it's it's so brutal. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it, and, but, like, even though there's some, like, comedy relief, like, that's, like, that kind of stuff, uh-huh. at the same time, like, that very same scene, you have the person in the corner crying, and then they ask, why is he crying? Uh, uh, because... His he, mother's sick, wasn't it? Yeah, and they basically, to avoid, because uh, he sold everything, and to avoid her, like, being 
basically mm. living on the street and dying yeah. to join the army. And, you know, he's, he's afraid. <laughs> yeah, he is afraid. And it's fear is discussed a lot in this film. Yeah. But I, I want to return to something you just mentioned because it, it, it needs to be discussed. Okay. The crying. Oh, yeah. Just... Yeah. <laughs> Every scene. I, Every single scene. I don't... <laughs> I don't mean to harp on it, but I mean again. That, that was what I was saying. Like that was that's that's my main gripe. With main the gripe is the yeah. melodrama, and yeah. yes, it is kind of part of the story, but it could have been done differently. I think I, I think we have different standards for like from Hollywood and and sort of Western movies uh, that the yeah. That it, although the vast majority of Hollywood also does melodrama. Well, this is the thing. Honest. It's kind of they do. It's kind of like for me, it was more the fact that I don't mind crying in a film. And I don't mind having a scene where the slow crying happens. I mean, yeah. Lord of the Rings does <laughs> the that. Rings. I mean, Blood so, Diamond famously felt that a scene wasn't dramatic enough, so they added it in in post. Really? That last shot of, uh, I think it's Jennifer Connelly. No, who is it in Blood Diamond? The chick. I don't remember. I don't remember, but anyway. It's an old movie. Yeah, no, it, not that old. Well, it's like 2006. Yeah, it's old enough point yeah. but yeah no it, like there's like a single ago, tear running down her cheek and they added that afterwards because they didn't feel that the, uh, that she was sad enough no, like well, a digi- one digital tear <laughs> that's, like, just oh, that's so sad <laughs> yeah but no i mean that can work but my god is it all over this movie yeah no no every that's, time uh, yeah, yeah, this mulan and uh went uh, went i went i have like an emotional moment it's turning away from each other and slow tears. Yeah. And it's it's so sad. It's like what it doesn't I mean as wow. as distracting and as uh, repetitive as that gets, it doesn't really detract too much from the performances. No, I mean the performances are great and you and it, it isn't fake cry or it, I mean, technically, you know what it I is. mean. It, yeah. it, it, it actually is. <laughs> it's quite not overacting. Yeah, it's not overacting. No, it's, I mean the the it, acting is quite subdued. The tears yeah. just are kind of like a. It's just the yeah the director. It's kind of like, <laughs> Hey, audience, they're sad. In it's case, like, in case it wasn't obvious. you didn't catch it. We hired these amazing actors, but we had to add tears. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's, make it uh, obvious. It, it, it is a little bit distracting, because it does happen quite a lot. Yeah. But, uh, oh, we, we, we haven't got to at least my favorite part of this movie. Our antagonist. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yes. Who is, what is the his The antagonist name? is amazing in this movie. He's he, he the first scene you see him in. Yeah, he's just laying on this this like bear like wolf pelt uh, oh. contraption. Okay, like if you want instead, to... instead of a throne, it's just like this like almost like a bed. A chaise long. It's yeah. like mm. and he's just laying on it, model posing. By the way, with the hand uh, like on if the neck a... and then okay, the leg if... lifted a little bit. <laughs> if you need a reference for this, what this looks like. It is the Burt Reynolds yeah, I pose. I was about to say, yeah. yeah. So you need to Google Burt Reynolds posing and you, him lying there with the hand. Yeah, with, like, the, with, supporting the, leopard, his neck. with the leopard uh, skin. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. the puppies. It's like, it's... Uh, yeah, that's that. And he's introduced to the movie with that pose. He spends half the movie in that pose. <laughs> yeah, he spends half the movie in that pose. And, and he is so good. such a dick. Yeah. He is a he is a little Joffrey motherfuck, isn't he? It's like yeah, mm. and I I love them in that role. Yeah, so that <laughs> that is Modu. It he isn't the head of the art like the um what are they called again? The, the Ruans. Ruans. The yeah. Ruans at the beginning that is his father. Yes, and uh, that is being played by a guy called Junhu, who is playing Modu. Yeah, and uh, him and uh, his sister 
are kind of the two sides of the coin here. The sister wants... Same father, different mother. Same father, different mother. The sister kind of wants to go for peace. Yeah, speaking he, of Joffrey. <laughs> he wants to go for a long war. The dad's a little bit in between. Yeah, the dad just wants to stick to the ways, basically. They're all yeah. just like, oh, we'll, we'll go in and we'll plunder some villages and then we'll yeah, disappear so, for, uh, for half know, a year and come back. Shocking spoiler alert, because... Yeah, nobody saw this one fucking coming. The minute you see him on screen, you know this is gonna happen. Yeah, it's gonna like, yeah, you're gonna stab your daddy. <laughs> we got but he does it in such a nice way. Oh, it's such a weird way to do it too. It's like they're having this lovely conversation, and then as they're talking, you do, you just hear a little. Yeah, and then the father goes from smiling and laughing to like cold face, and then slowly yeah. leaning into but his son. But the kid keeps talking. It's kid, like yeah, the kid keeps talking. It's like Ugh. as if nothing happened. That, completely Brilliant. like. Brilliant psychopath portrayal. Oh yeah, no, he does. He really <laughs> yeah. carries it. It's a, yeah. it's a look, and yeah, him with the long hair and the and, and the posing. It's yeah, like, it's mm. a, a brilliant, brilliant choice of antagonist. Like this, like we were saying, this movie hinges on their performances. Yeah, those three, incredible. He, he really sells it, and he has that <laughs> wonderful moment you pointed out too, the, like the attention to detail where he he's got the other leaders want to leave. Yeah, because they, they, they don't want to continue they, fighting. Yeah, because Huamalian ha- Mulan has just wrecked them. She has been, like, yeah, she's on the war, armies. Literally on the warpath. On the warpath. <laughs> they even say that they, they that uh, while one of the one of the armies were retreating, mm. they chased after them. For 300 for miles. In the snow. And then when they went to their village and they thought they were safe, Mulan ambushed them. <laughs> yeah, so they, they're get, having their asses whooped. Yeah. And they're trying, they were like... Guys, we need to go home. This isn't working. We're not. We're not getting territory. We're losing yeah. here. So let's let's leave. And he give he he serves the guy a goodbye drink and then beats him to death using the can. Yeah, no, it's it's beautifully shot too. Oh, it's like it is. it's like you know what? Woo. I understand you guys are all tired. We're all gonna rest. We're gonna Don't have worry some about wine. It. We're gonna celebrate, and then we're gonna go home. And so he pours him the first glass. He's like, you take the first drink. And the minute this guy takes a sip, he just starts bashing him with this canister. Full Robert De Niro in the Untouchables. Yeah, that's a perfect way. That's a perfect uh, analog. Yeah. And the and my and my comment was with the attention to detail was you see that the that the canteen or what do you call it? It's called it's like a carafe. It's like a a metal drinking uh, thing pot almost. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) And you can see it dented with blood. Oh yeah, it's like. And I was like, I was like, you rarely, even in Hollywood, do Mm. you see like the things dent or get like damaged? Usually, if it's like glass, it just breaks. Yep. For some weird reason, because that's what glass does. It just immediately breaks into a million pieces. But that's for stunt reasons. But yes, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) But yeah, (laughs) safety glass. Safety glass. But but yeah, and you see it dented around his head. Mm. It's just so. So brutal. Oh, it, 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 and there was, there's almost no blood in that yeah, scene. Yeah, no, it's like, like shot. The, the, bru- the brutality is, it, yeah, because like you were saying, like it's shot. You don't really see the person really get hit. Yeah, because it's right underneath no, it's, the camera. It is doing exactly the same thing as De Niro in Untouchables, where it cuts to an angle where you're seeing him do the swinging and you're seeing a little bit of blood, but you're not seeing the impact. Yeah, because it 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 is trying its best to not go down that route. Yeah. And I, I appreciate that. Yeah, me too. Because it's, it's, it is more tasteful. It is more tasteful. Yeah. And then for this kind of story, especially because it is quintessentially a love story. I mean, when you get yeah. right into the bare bones of it, that's kind of what this is. And I don't want my love story covered in, bro- you know, brain spatter. <laughs> it's just, I think that would have actually detracted from the film quite a bit. Yeah, no, I think so too. 
So I really enjoyed, I mean, again, the, I do feel that the enemy armies are a bit underdeveloped. They really are just kind of fodder for Mulan and her journey. Yeah, but, but like we were saying in the beginning, this is, this is her movie. It is her movie. And the only times we really cut away is to, uh, progress the plot, essentially. Yeah, Joffrey boy. Joffrey. And him being a pissant, so. Essentially. Yeah. And then there's the one scene with the commander-in-chief uh, of the Wei army. Yeah. But then, wow, that, that thing there is an odd choice. No, but that, that was, but then you have to admit, that was really awesome. Oh, it's good foreshadowing. So, okay, so, yeah, it's good, really good foreshadowing. It's, it's essentially the commander-in-chief for Mulan. Yeah, her boss. Her, yeah, her boss. And this, uh, this person is reading all of her, like, tales and achievements. And he's praising her, and the music, the orchestral music is swelling. And then all of a sudden, the commander chief just goes like, "Stop it! <laughs> like, shut up!" And the music cuts. cuts. <laughs> it's like it's like there was a little band behind the guy yeah, who right? was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> it's like I thought you wanted the dramatic music. You were demoted to the kitchen staff. But his response is the best. Like. What? Why would you want to demote Mulan to the kitchen staff? Not Mulan. Yeah, he's like, not you. Mulan, you, you idiot. <laughs> Go. Take him away. <laughs> but yeah, but that was like, I mean, it's 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 a small scene, but like you were saying, it's great foreshadowing. It's great foreshadowing. Yeah, because you guessed it immediately. Oh, yeah, no, I saw that. I'm like, oh, uh, they're going to fuck her over. They are. And so, I misunderstood yeah. what you meant. <laughs> yes, you did, which was a wonderful moment. <laughs> But okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring us right back because now we now we're heavily into spoiler terry in territory. Yeah, I know. But, but we, we gave we, a we, go, prepared we gave people. a warning. So here's the thing we were alluding to earlier, which is that her uh, love interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his name again? I can never one tie one tie. He is in a bat. Mulan wants to stop fighting. One tie goes into battle without her. And is supposedly killed. Yeah. So when and, he does, yeah, and this actually, this scene is taken like straight out of some cartoon or something. Oh, it, was, yeah. it was shot really nicely. He gets he gets slashed in the face with an axe, and then this the it be, immediately immediately becomes a silhouette of him. Yeah. With the red background, and it's and really it's, quick. And it's like slow motion cut of him yeah. like moving away, and then it cuts and fades. Yeah. Back to her. <laughs> and Tiger shows up and says, "Don't give up." Yada yada. Yeah. She has her depression. She turns to drink. She doesn't want to be here anymore. She does not do this anymore. Yeah, she doesn't train her troops. The troops become essentially lost and depressed. Yeah, because they don't have their commander. Yeah. And then later on, it turns out he survived. He yeah. got a cut in the face. And I, my reaction immediately upon it was, you asshole. Because the only reason he told her that he died was to manipulate her. Into, into be- being a better commander. Yeah, or to have less emotion. But that comes to bite him in the ass, which I really like that li- final touch. Mm. It's not as obvious yeah, as yeah. this one. This one is pretty much spelled out. Yep. That Because he, he even he, t- he talks to Tiger and tells him, like, this is the reason why I'm doing it. I want her to, to not be as emotional on the battlefield. Yeah, but again, I say what I said before. It's like, yeah, he might be trying to teach her that. Yeah, no, he he's, is, an, he's an he, asshole. He is an asshole because what he's pretty much saying is, yes, I'm in charge of this army, but ah, fuck it, you do it. Yeah, you do <laughs> <laughs> you lady who clearly doesn't want to be here anymore yeah. i'm gonna let you handle all this responsibility i'll be over here yeah and they, they kind of allude in the beginning like she is a master strategist and she's been pretty much winning all these uh battles. yeah she's the reason they win yeah and so he's like well you know i want her to continue winning so i'm gonna yeah. pretend i don't want her to get as emotional so i'm gonna pretend i died 
<laughs> and they Which let is, her go through depression for yeah. what seems like months. They, yeah, they, they, yeah. they pretty much say like it's been drinking. It's been months. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a bad scene, <laughs> and he's just in there in the background going like, "It's okay, I have a plan." <laughs> but you don't see him until after she. Yeah, no, she suddenly like yeah. picks herself up and gets back in the yeah. game, and then he's there because going, of Tiger. He he becomes the moral center. He does. Yeah, good old Tiger. But uh, but yeah, and that, but then it comes and bites him in the ass afterwards yes. uh, when he realizes uh, as they got betrayed, like we were saying. Yeah. Uh, then he pretty much sacrifices himself, which is what she tried to do. Yeah, because he, he told her it not turns to. out he's actually the son of the emperor. Yeah. And therefore, when the army is trapped and they are not getting reinforcement because Commander in Chief doesn't like Mulan winning all these things by herself, yeah, uh, he, he, he betrays he, them. Yeah, he betrays them. So Prince Boy steps out on the field and says, "I give up my life." She gets medical treatment, mm-hmm. and the army is saved. Yeah, essentially. And and then Mulan, for just just a hot second, there turns into a uh, spy thriller. Just a hot second. Yeah, just it's it quick. If you don't just, pay attention, you don't pay attention. You're like, wait, what? What's <laughs> happening here? She goes. She goes full on uh, stealth uh, action hero. Yeah, yeah, she goes full blending assassin, in the crowd. Assassin's Creed. Yeah, like, like yeah, blending in the crowd. Yes, and, dropping and potatoes. Dropping like potatoes. You <laughs> like you're going to collect them. Don't mind me. Yeah. I'm just a woman. And or no, she's not a woman because she's wearing a hat. That part did confuse me. That. The, the, no, no, the, no, but they were all, like, men and women were all wearing the same Yeah, but the princess didn't realize she was a woman until she took her hat off. No, the the princess, no, she did, but she said that you're Mulan, the person that I've heard of so yeah, much, yeah. and she's expecting a man, and then when she okay, t- when she shows okay. her, yeah, then she takes off the hat and becomes more in the light, yeah, and she yeah. goes, oh, you're a woman too, let's band together. Woo, female empowerment in China. Yeah, so, <laughs> which you don't mm, get enough of. No, you, you don't get enough of that anywhere. But, um, <laughs> and, and, okay, <laughs> and so they pretty much, like, do a political assassination of uh, Mr. Joffrey Boy. Yeah, who, you have Vitas, whom we Vitas, we to. need to get to Vitas. Yeah, we will, we will. It's in the end. I'm it's so it's, curious it's, about yeah, what on earth coming. this Vitas is. It's coming. <laughs> and, yeah, so Mulan pretty much, you know, there's, uh, there's an attempted stabby-stabby, they're gonna save the guy, and it ends up... You know, we all know Mulan wins, but it ends up with Mulan saving the prince so that he can marry. Yeah, the the, uh, the asshole sister. Yes, who uh, he was trying to marry, which yeah. is why we keep messing around with the Game of Thrones references. Yeah, because <laughs> he really takes the whole Ooh, job. It's a, <laughs> yeah. it's a thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, because like we were saying, same father, different mothers, but that's still incest. <laughs> yeah, you, you said practically incest, and I'm like. like no, it actually just, is. just incest. It's, pure, it's, it's straight purely up incest. It's literally incest. And almost at the exact po- point, it was when the music score for them started going da 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> well, something akin to that. It Not wasn't really. quite there, but yeah. it was real it was close. <laughs> but yeah, so so he marries her. Mm. So like we were saying, various reasons they can't be together because now he has to pretty much, even though he loves Mulan and wants to spend his life with her. Yep. Uh, he has to sort of take the hit and marry this other princess, yep. so that there there's peace so there's peace between them. the nations, yeah. Which is kind of the whole, the only way to end the war, pretty much, pretty is the much. way they explain it. And so she tells him, like, you know, you you have to. You once told me that uh, you would sacrifice your life uh, to end it, this yeah, war. To end this war. So now you have to pretty much do that. Yeah, and her along with it. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, it's a it's a good movie. 
It's a good movie. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's it's yes, it has some negatives like the melodrama and stuff, but overall, I think it's a great movie. I mean, the two hours moved away, moved on quickly. Yeah, it did not feel slow. It didn't feel sluggish at any point. It didn't at any point lose my attention. Yeah, like I I might have shaved off like uh, ten minutes from yeah, it just maybe. to just to lessen a little bit of that drama. Yeah, but. I I wouldn't have been able to do that on the editing room. Like I would have been have to have been shot differently yeah. because because there is a lot of plot being yeah, revealed. Yeah, but I think that's also where the, the it's where the focus is. It's where the focus is. Yeah. So I would have just shot it differently. Basically, is what I'm trying to say. Mm. Uh, like just those that that melodrama and just avoid that and make it more. Uh, yeah. What I would say is that this movie does strike me again. I'm going to compare it to another film, but in terms of melodrama, very Crimson Peak. Yeah, it has this thing where it's like we're we're having one genre, but we keep bouncing back into the melodramatic bits, Crimson kind of at regular Peak. intervals. Crimson Peak is a great uh, analog for it. Mm. Yeah, and that that section of the movie. Yeah. It's it's Master and Commander, but if the ship's captain and the ship's medic were having a melodramatic love affair in the on the side, yeah, which I think they were, but they weren't showing it on screen. <laughs> so. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, okay, that's, sure. That's Russell Crowe and. Uh, the guy who plays Vision. Um, oh, we were just yeah. talking about him. I know, I know, and I like him. What is his name? Yeah. Like, oh. Adrian Allen? Allen? Allen something. It's not Allen Tudyk, I'll tell you no, that much. No, no, it's not that, that Allen. It's another Allen. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I think if it's not obvious enough, I think we both highly Paul recommend Bettany. Paul Bettany. Allen. Anyway. <laughs> his name was Allen in Heroes. Sorry. Uh, yeah. That's oh, I, oh, God. Yeah, yeah that's, that's where you would rank him. Paul Bettany. <laughs> yeah. That's where I first saw him, essentially. <laughs> But uh, but yeah no so um, we highly recommend this movie. Yeah this no is, it's a good great. movie. It has a it has a very solid kind of flow to it. Yeah. It moves at a good clip. The war scenes are great. It isn't a huge epic in terms of like something like you'd see in like Saving Private Ryan because it's not shot yeah. that way. Yeah, but it like, is quite close to uh, Stanley Kubrick's Spartacus. You yes. get a lot of these wide shots of the army forming up. There's a lot of you get a really clear impression of how many people were involved as extras and in costume. I really enjoy that aspect of it. So, mm-hmm. as a as a yeah, war film too. fan, absolutely, and as a someone who can actually quite get behind this kind of melodrama, I'm on board. Yeah, and, and now you need to tell me what the hell is up with this white boy. All right, so in this movie, he plays a very small role, but a very vital role, I would say, because he's essentially the okay. guy who gives the first strike. So, okay, we're, we're just going to, just to make a point, the movie opens, and we have opening credits, and I'm sitting there going, okay, open credits, and, and there's a white guy yeah, with long singing. hair <laughs> singing in a falsetto that just carries across the hills, and I'm like, yeah. I, I looked at you and I'm like, is this, did I get the wrong movie? Like, nope, this is Vitas. <laughs> and his name pops up yeah, on screen. We only name in English. Yeah. Everybody else is in, Chinese, is, is in uh, Mandarin. Mandarin. And then him going, Vitas. And I'm like, who the fuck is Vitas? Okay, so Vitas plays the role of Gude. Gude, yeah. who is the servant to the... Uh, the Ruan's uh, king, I guess. Essentially. Yeah, tr- the leader, of, leader the of the tribes. Yeah. Dude, and uh, and he was a slave, and then he was freed, but he continued serving the that uh, leader. Yes, that's a, that's all given in kind of like little, like a little bit of interchange, a little bit of exposition. Yeah, he doesn't really speak much. No, but it's uh, but his presence is well known. His presence is known. <laughs> is made aware. <laughs> it, it is. It, he is the only white, only non 
Chinese person in the film, as far as I could tell. As far as I could tell, too. Yeah, no, he, he, it really was yeah. the weirdest opening scene of this guy okay. dressed all in white singing. Yeah. Like, so what? Vithas is a very, very famous singer in Asia. Right. He is, I believe, of Russian descent. Okay. Uh, and uh, he's probably, like, most uh, known for the meme that was surrounding him. Which is, if you search, and you guys can do this at home as well, search, uh, uh, what is it, like, crazy Russian guy singing? And I'm not joking. I think the only thing I will ever find for that is... Close. Not quite. Oh, okay. Very close. Oh, oh, no. He does a similar thing with his tongue. No! So hang on, I'm going to show you Oh, you're finding it. Oh, God. Yeah. What is this? He has been keeping me in suspense of this since the movie opened. I The mo- first shot, I'm like, what the hell is I'm going like, on? I'm like, hold on. Uh, have uh, you uh, seen uh, this guy? No. Have you seen that meme? You haven't seen that no. meme? No. I'm not a where, meme guy. I don't know where shit. Where have you been? Under a rock. Uh, well, yeah. The So, yeah. He's waiting for the advertisement. Well, don't, don't, don't put the volume. We don't want to get copyright claimed. <laughs> Do you think this guy has copyright claim? Dude, he's so famous in in, uh, in Asia. He's been, and I quote. Oh my god, that was him singing at the beginning yeah, of the yeah, film. Yeah, no. He's he's actually like an opera, like operatic singer. Operatic. Yeah, operatic singer. Good he's soprano, grief. I believe. He's super, super known in Asia. Uh, and uh, he's, been, he's been quoted, or like, pe- journalists have, have called him angelic. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, otherworldly, these words are quotes. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to be entirely joking. honest with you. When this movie opened, and I saw this guy in his white outfit, I am literally sitting there going, why is the bad guy from The Crow in this movie? <laughs> right. <laughs> that is who he looked like. A little bit. He yeah. looked exactly like the bad guy from The Crow. And I'm like, wait, this is supposed to be a Mulan movie made in China. What are... What? What is he doing here? Yes, no, please do. Seriously, for those that are not aware of who Vitas is, just search uh, crazy Russian singer Vitas, and he'll wow. show up. It's a it's a very known meme, for those that know it. It's that guy, yes, the crazy guy, and he does a great job as Gooday. He does a great job as Gooday. Worst job as murder. He, he, he yeah, kinda, he, he kind of that, that one. He, he botched that he murder. That. He botched it hard. Yeah, but yeah. He, do, he does draw first blood. He does, yeah. He draws, his little, he draws first blood with his little, uh, yeah, which was hidden inside the stake or something. Yeah, I don't know what was going on there, but yeah. I think it was a skewer. But yeah, it yeah, was a skewer. He, he attacked a man with a barbecue skewer. Yeah, which is cool because they actually show that yeah. in the earlier scene when Mulan is, is dropping they, they the potatoes. They won't have taking the knives. Yeah. That the, the they had they were using skewers for the meats. Yeah, but they also had a scene where earlier yeah, in the film where he's going away, in and they, they took, took away his knives. knives. So a brilliant... Uh, yeah, they set it up very yeah, well. I mean, it's a, it's really a very well. competently executed movie. Yes. The camera movements. Woo. I mean, the sweeping camera, the lighting, all the technical stuff, very on point. It Again, it is quite grounded. It isn't as stylistic as something you'd expect from, like, a Crouching Tiger. Oh, no. But Crouching Tiger is more fantasy than... Yeah, no, I mean, it, 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 yeah. it isn't... Uh, what is his name? Uh, the guy who also directed that Hulk movie. Uh, Life uh, of Pi. Uh, uh, you know ooh, what I mean? I know who you mean. Oh, uh, Ang Lee. Ang Lee. It isn't Ang Lee. This is way more grounded, way less overly stylized. Yeah. And it, I, the color palette is a little bit washed out almost. 
The color yeah. grading's odd in this movie. Um, I think it's incredibly... I think it works really yeah, well, it but it's, it's really not well. something I'm used to seeing from this kind of film. Yeah, no, they, the like we were saying, like this is very much a nice introduction to the Chinese cinema, yeah. but it's not typical Chinese I cinema. Think, I have to say, it seems to me, like, by watching it, I would have said it's almost like they were trying to also be accessible to a Western audience because they are dealing with something that has name appeal in the West already. Yeah. Because of that, in the movie that came yeah, out. Yeah, and the fact that they gave it to names, essentially. Yeah, I mean, Western it's kind of like, so they were clearly trying to appeal to a broader market, and they, I and, think the film this, is structured that way. Yeah, and this is clearly a high-budget movie. Mm. Uh, I believe the estimate was around $12 million, which for China is huge. Yeah, that's not bad. Um, I don't know if it made back all of its money, but... Uh, Probably did. I, but, I'd be yeah, kind of surprised considering, China's considering, a big film market. No, but considering, then. considering how many awards this won or was nominated to, it makes sense that, uh, yeah. I it, mean, the Chinese, Chinese epics have pretty much always made their money back. That's kind of their bread and butter. They, they, yeah. They really do get through it. So I and have this, a question. And this is, this is a legend that's also very well known and yeah. respected in that region. Completely. So, I mean, yeah. it is their Beowulf almost. Yeah. So I, I got a question for you. We, we have now... Vitas? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm trying desperately to forget Vitas. Look up Vitas. Look up Vitas. <laughs> Do it. Because <laughs> we promised we were going to talk a little bit about the uh, Disney Oh, yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to yeah. take this opportunity. Uh, yeah, I wanted to do that earlier. I just got caught up in the movie. And so, the well, well, no, we've got the movie out of the way. Now we can get on to it. Because it yeah. is a conversation that I feel needs a little bit of t- tackling. A little bit, yeah. How do you feel about the concept in general? And do you have any standouts, good or bad? Yes. So, I don't mind a remake. I don't mind remakes or sequels in general. Okay. Because I'll just not watch them if they're bad. Fair enough. Essentially. That's completely and they don't really detract from the original. No, I because, I'll agree with that. Or, uh, I, I kind of, uh, like, I'm the sort of person who, for example, Kevin Spacey, since we brought him up mm, <laughs> in another episode. Yeah. <laughs> in another yeah. episode we did. So, Kevin Spacey, knowing what a, ja- what a piece of shit he is. Yep. I can st- and I can still enjoy his performances because I can separate the acting from yeah, the person. That's fair enough. I mean, we've already discussed this off air, but I'm yeah. worse at this. This is something I find more difficult. Yeah. So I I don't find that difficult at all. Mm. Uh, yes, I will not support him financially by going to see any of his movies on the cinema, for example. Mm. Like I didn't go see the what was it, Millionaire Boys Club, Billionaire Boys Club. Didn't watch. No one no did. Idea, no. no one did. <laughs> so. I think like six people want to see them. <laughs> all of them are registered with the FBI. Yeah. So so yeah, so so I won't I won't support him financially, no, no, no. but I can still appreciate the performances he gave in movies like uh, uh The Usual Suspects, uh LA Confidential. Yeah. Uh even in Seven. Uh, seven. Oh my god, yes, seven. Man, and like even in something like uh Baby Driver. Yeah, no I'll... Which is more recent. Like Baby Driver, I just Yeah. I struggle with him, but I do see what you mean. And I'm the same way when it comes to sequels and and remakes, where if it's if it's good, then it's good. If mm-hmm. it's not, doesn't really detract from the original. Like I can still appreciate the original. Like when the 2016 yeah. Ghostbusters came out, I saw it. Didn't like it. Doesn't ruin the original Ghostbusters. No, for but me. Here, okay. Here's where I'm going to step in with my counter argument. Because on that one, there particularly, I have a little bit of a. I have more issues with it. We've discussed yeah. that before. Here's the thing. And this is going to be seem like a really weird tangent aside, but it is with purpose. Tangent aside. <laughs> Do you know the song Fast Car? No. I got a fast car. Oh, yeah. I know that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. A couple of years back, me and my sister 
are in a car, and mm-hmm. that the the new version of that song there's a yeah. remix thing comes yeah, on the radio and my sister goes oh i like this song and i said yeah i prefer the original and she looks at me and she says there's no original because yeah okay. a lot of times i can understand it does feel like when a remake is done of an older film rather than improving the good name of the original by drawing attention to it it kind of blocks it from the memory of younger people who weren't around for that on its own. So, for example, sure. Robocop. I remember having a conversation with someone and I mentioned Robocop and they said, that movie was terrible. And I said, which one? And they didn't know there was an old one because they'd only ever heard of Robocop and associated it with the new one. Yeah, well, okay, but... Uh, well, in retro, like uh, as a counter argument, yeah. these same people would have never seen or heard the original. Anyways. I know, but I don't like the people associating. But, well, the thing bad is, stuff yes, the, with good the, names. the majority, the majority of people who would have never heard or seen the originals, mm. they would probably only recognize the new. Correct. But there is a small portion of those people that are gonna like the new one, or maybe dislike the new one so much so that they're gonna look up the older. Yeah, no, I do see that one. It's just for me, it's like that experience of having something I'm so fond of having its good name tarnished kind of is a little bit. I I can understand that. It's just that I don't like it very much. Let's put it that way. Yeah, no, I can understand where you're coming from. Mm. It's just that for me personally, like I don't, I I separate, I I can easily like uh, compartmentalize. No, exactly. And I'm not quite as good at that when it comes to this. And when it comes to remakes, I think you have bad remakes, obviously. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think some of the Disney ones have been bad. Uh, yep. And there's uh, then there's the pointless remakes, which are like shot for shot, which I think like are the Psycho, worst. The Vince Vaughn version versus uh, Hitchcock version. Yeah. Or they Beauty and the much, Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Uh, I'm sorry, Beauty and the Beast. Uh, uh, Lion King. Apparently, Lion I haven't King. seen it, but Lion King is yeah, apparently Lion King shot, is for shot. shot for shot. Shot for shot. It's shot. God damn shot. So, like, what's the point? What's the point? <laughs> yeah. Just the fact that it's a different medium. Well, not really, because no. they're both technically animation. <laughs> yep, they are both yeah. technically animation. I'm sorry. And and I'll be entirely honest, especially the Lion King one, because I have watched that. Yeah, the animation is impressive, the digital work. Simba in the thing is way more expressive in the original 19... 19- yeah, 91. that's because it's, it's, it's properly hand, animated. Or, or, like, I was going to say hand animated. I don't know if it was actually hand animated, but it's it animated. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, that's I my point. It's old, like, old enough to be hand animated. It's a movie that's about conveying a story and an emotion and characters. Yeah, they're just using animals to sort of do that. Do that. Yeah. yeah, and Hamlet. But it's like, why on earth do we need to make that more difficult by layering it with more and more quote-unquote realistic technology? It's kind of like, this is counterproductive. Yeah. You are actually detracting from the source material. <laughs> yeah, so those those uh-huh. I would call like, like the pointless remakes. Yeah. You might you might as well have just re-released the original with in like 4K, maybe in 4K or with like newer... You can even do it in the theaters. Yeah, I, think a ton, I think the same people would have gone and seen it. They have released Lion King before though. At like the twenty year anniversary, yeah, no, yeah, that, the twenty yeah, year anniversary. I remember they put it back in cinemas. Yeah, so so that's I the thing. It. Like, so Lion. by all means, do yeah. that. Uh, I mean, because because if because even if you do something different and it turns out to be worse, like mm. say the twenty sixteen Ghostbusters, yeah, I can still understand where you were go- getting at. Yep, I might not like the movie, but I can respect the thought. Mm. Not the execution, but the okay, idea. So those are the pointless one. What's your bad ones? So Ghostbusters. <laughs> no, no, I mean like the Disney remakes. Oh, I'm focusing I, I, on Disney. I haven't seen too many of them because 
I just found them to be pointless. Yeah, no, I'll agree with that. The one I will recommend is Lion King. Or not Lion King, uh, Jungle Book. Jungle Book. Jungle yes. Book is yes. good. Jungle Book, that's that also one. John Favreau, right? John Favreau. Yeah. The main man. No, yeah. he, that well, one's good. I think Maleficent is very interesting. I see, I've seen the original. Oh, not the original. I mean the but, first Maleficent, which I also thought yeah, was I interesting. Because the second one has come out now one. as well. I, I haven't seen that. But no, I think uh, they did a really interesting job. Yeah. They did something different with they that. They did something very different with that. I mean, it's Sleeping and, Beauty, but it's it's now taken from a different character's point of view. Yeah. And they gave that character a little bit of depth, which yeah. I appreciated. And Angelina Jolie, who you're always a fan of. Yes, I like Angelina Jolie. Uh, oh, the dreamy look that just <laughs> yeah. came in your eye. Ooh. Angelina Jolie. <laughs> and then there's the Cinderella, which is Kenneth Branagh's film. The guy who I directed seen it. I know it's not bad. Run, yeah, it's not a bad film. He I don't... directed the first Thor. He did direct the first Thor. And, I mean, he's a Shakespearean uh, actor. Though. Yeah, I mean, he uh, he's directed Hamlet. Yep, that he acted in. That was yep. amazing. And also uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah, yeah, where he's also with his magnificent mustache as yeah, Poirot, which, which was not his mustache. <laughs> no, it was not. That was something they found lying on the street and stuck to his face. But. Um, they just found a mouse and stuck it to his face. The thing I will say, because Maleficent is quite an adult film yeah. that is kind of subversively trying to hide as a Disney film. I would have said, and I, I watched the Cinderella, Cinderella film uh, with my sister, I think, and she is way younger than me mm-hmm. and likes, you know, that kind of film more. So it wasn't quite up my alley, but they really hit their target audience for the kind of person who is both young enough to appreciate a child a children's movie to put it that way but is willing to re-engage with old material like Cinderella so that one actually kind of did exactly what it was supposed to do even if I wasn't the audience okay so that one I give I give credit to what, Mulan's the new one are we expecting more Pinocchio but that's not going to be done by Disney that's that's Guillermo del Toro who's going to come out with a th- an animated Pinocchio film uh, well Ooh. whatever <laughs> man oh man that's going to be well, something that's going to be Pan's Labyrinth all over again oh, 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 oh. Uh, the Geppetto. whale it's Geppetto gonna, it's and the whale going to be an evil, evil person Ooh, I wouldn't be surprised uh, but yeah so so for good remakes I think it's ones that and not only do something different, mm. but go in a completely different direction. Yeah, different is good. Yeah. I think that... I'm Now, this has nothing to do with uh, Disney. No, no, no. Go for and, it. and it was on my list of best of. Get on. Uh, Suspiria. Yes. Oh, oh, oh. The original oh. 1970s, uh, I think it was 78. I don't know. It sounds right. 70, yeah, it Dario was Argento, yeah. a very... Colorful Jallo film. Jallo film. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, which and I'm a big fan of. I like. Yeah, that no, one. they're they're fun. They're a ton of fun to watch. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, the the color palette, the color grading. Oh yeah, the, I mean the, the, the light. It's just the way yeah. that film is lit is its own little. Like, yeah, and it's like super thing. saturated. And the the movie, for example, is set in a in a dance school. There's only the one dancing scene. Yep. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of like these odd choices, and then there's like the minor characters, like side characters, like the person who tells her about the occult and whatever. Yeah. Like that's the original movie, and then the remake goes and does almost the complete opposite of the original. Yes. It it completely drowns out the colors. Oh yeah, no, except for like certain key colors at certain yeah. times. Yeah. No, like there's an overabundance of a color, but it's drowned out. It's very drowned. Mm, no, it's no, not, you're right. It's not. Uh, it's not. Uh, it's very grayed out. I mean, hmm. it's not uh, like saturated. Oh no, it's not saturated at all. It's undersaturated, if anything. And then these minor characters 
that were like on screen in the original for like five minutes are now all of a sudden an entire main character of the plot. Well, I mean, that's the thing. The original Suspiria is a girl horror story. The new one is almost like a politics story. It's yeah. almost like a yeah, yeah. behind the scenes of a secret order politics movie. And you're like, what is this? Yeah, and it's like it's exactly. It's like a Illuminati. Kind yeah, of it's like, like okay. <laughs> yeah, like conspiracy. There's power plays and there's stuff going on, and you're like, hmm, this is a different kind of drama. Yeah, it's very, very different. And I think that's an excellent example of a remake that not only did something different, but like elevated the original material to an extent where not only did it make the original almost uh, almost shameful to <laughs> look back on. No, it's <laughs> no, not. But it's not, but it's just it's so much better. Yeah, no, I, I do know what you mean. Is yeah. it, it, but it is a very different movie. Yeah, that, but that's are, what I mean. Like, yeah. like good remakes are usually ones that do something different and elevate yeah and like elevation is, is different <laughs> yeah i mean and then on the other side you have my my one of my worst from uh, last week which was uh, no the week before uh robocop yeah oh, oh, which oh, oh, which oh. tries to do something different but it doesn't elevate at all it, no. if anything it, it actually takes everything it, that was good, good and then twists it and does it bad and then doesn't do anything else. It's trying else. to be a different movie. It's not It's it's not trying yeah. to do a new version of an old movie. It's trying to just f- ram the old film into a mold of a modern Yeah, they're literally just using name flick. recognition. It's just that's terrible. A, that's name recognition in a generic movie. Yeah. And I feel the same way in most remakes. It's it's either a shot for shot, which is pointless, yep. or it does that. Which yeah. Is what Robocop so I got a question for you. Here's one that kind of falls into the middle of the whole shtick. Two films, actually, that are kind of both... Total Recall? I'm not going to go there. All right. That movie is god-awful, the new one. Colin Farrell, Kate Beckinsale, and I want to say Jennifer Beale? Yeah, I think so. But uh, Colin Farrell is a leading man. (laughs) We've had that conversation. No, what I was going to ask about is... uh, Now you've completely derailed my thought. (laughs) You did that on purpose. (laughs) Terminator Dark Fate. I haven't seen it. Don't plan to. Ah, fair enough. Why is why is call? Yeah. <laughs> why is the Terminator now hanging drapes? Uh, the reason is because again, as I was saying, like sequels and remakes, I kind of mm. bunch them a little bit together because usually movies, especially older movies, they never really were part of a larger universe. Like yep. that only happened recently with Marvel's success. Yeah, that is a Marvel. Usually, thing. it was you get one movie out. If it's a success, you, then you think about doing a sequel. Yeah. And so, like, it's usually a complete story. And I felt, uh, like, the original Terminator, very mm. much in the same vein of the original Aliens, mm. is a good, almost indie horror movie. Yeah. And then the sequels come out, and they become... Original action- Alien. Alien, yeah. Aliens is the sequel. Is the sequel, I know. Mm. Uh, so then the sequels come out, and they change genre, essentially. They become yeah. action movies, and they are still also very successful. And both directed by James Cameron. <laughs> Both directed by James Cameron, because <laughs> he's like, you know, I don't do, I don't do this horror thing. I'm gonna change genre. <laughs> well, like, full credit for the second Terminator. They called them the Han- Hamilton and said, "Do you want to be back in the film?" And she said, "Yes, but only if I'm allowed to be crazy." Yeah, and it worked. Worked like a charm. I'm like, yeah, yeah well she done. She was badass. She was crazy. It was, it was everything you ever wanted. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's and the one I, thing I will and, say. You know what? The new movie, take away whatever you want, and you can, and you shouldn't bother really seeing it. Linda, Linda Hamilton, still awesome. Arnold Schwarzenegger, not bad. 
It's, yeah, but Arnold Schwarzenegger always is not bad, even in the worst movies. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not that's changed recently. I'm sorry, Has that it? man's had so much surgery he can barely express anymore. So yeah, yeah, kind of like uh, Stallone as well. Uh, but but yeah, yeah, but uh, Stallone melted. Uh, so 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 when the fourth one came yeah, yeah. out, the fourth Terminator with Christian Bale. Oh God, Salvation. Salvation. Yeah, Salvation. Uh, I sucks. It sucks. Sure, and uh, the ending is awful. Yep, uh, which doesn't help, but. At least it tried to do something different. I like different. I mean, one of my... So, so like I was saying earlier, if you do something different, at least I can respect the attempt. Yeah. Even if I don't like the outcome. I can, I can understand. I mean, yeah. the, the one for me that always comes back for this is the teen horror movie where you're watching the same scenario play out in a whole bunch of different films. Yeah. And it reminds me of a film I wanted to mention during my best of list, and I completely forgot to do it, because it needs to be mentioned in case you haven't seen it. Have you seen a film called Green Room? Yes, of course. Oh, Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart as a neo-Nazi. Yeah. It's ah, great. <laughs> love it. But yeah, no. The movie was uh, was fine. Yeah. Patrick Stewart as a neo-Nazi, great. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, because I was... At- but, uh, but yeah, uh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, just to correct me earlier, I said uh, when I was talking about uh, doing something different that I can respect, I said the Ghostbusters. I didn't mean to do that. No. <laughs> well, we're Ghostbusters getting a new one. the exact opposite. We're yeah, we're getting, getting a new, a new one. one. That, that afterlife no, thing. I, what I meant was Ghostbusters did the exact opposite, where it tried to do the same thing that the original yeah. did, but failed at it completely. Yeah, whereas the new Ghostbusters looks like it's actually trying to be an episode of Stranger Things. Yeah. Which as, is I mean, at least it's, some, it's technically something different. I don't know. Mm, I'm not entirely <laughs> sure I agree Everyone with I know of that saw that trailer basically said they saw the episode of Stranger Things, the Halloween episode. Yeah, and they're, it's And that. they're just it's like, just okay, that. we're doing that. <laughs> And Phil, what is his name? Finn Wolfhard? Finn Wolfhard, yeah. Awesome name, by I mean, the way. he And awesome guitarist. I haven't heard of him. Oh, that boy can play a mean guitar. It's it's kind of badass to see a kid who looks like that with that name play guitar. You're like, it's I wish cool. I was that cool. Pretty cool. But yeah, no, awesome name. That oh, name, yeah. like, how how do you not become famous with a name like that? Finn Wolfhard. I wonder what his parents do, really. I, I really hope his dad is, like, an accountant. They're hard wolves, obviously. Apparently. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we are probably going to be changing our names, so... Uh... <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to become one of the Wolfhards. <laughs> Abdul Wolfhard. <laughs> no. <laughs> Imagine trying to get through airport security with that name. <laughs> anyway. You sound, tangent, like, tangent. you sound like a terrorist and a motorcycle gang member. Oh, God. <laughs> Tough enough time already. As oh, it is. no. It's true, actually. Yeah, tangent true. aside. Tangent aside. <laughs> We've got to throw at least one of those. <laughs> oh, we always have tangents aside. So, yeah. Uh, um, so, I think Disney has sort of fallen into the path of uh, mostly... Pointless remakes. Yeah, I think so. They're just which is to make why I haven't money. seen most of them. Because no. again, like I said, like I just I don't need to see them. It doesn't really detract from the original because I still know that exists and I can appreciate that for what it is. Uh, I mean, I catch occasionally because it's like it's a family movie that's on cinemas. Yeah, you kind of know what you you're have getting. Younger siblings. I yeah, know. exactly. I'm the youngest. <laughs> yeah, no, my sister is twelve years younger than me. Yeah, so, so that's you, that's you have you have an excuse. <laughs> well, not anymore. I don't because she. <laughs> She doesn't watch Disney anymore. She's 17. But. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, my sister is nine years older than me. She still loves Disney. Yeah, no, I'm sure. I think it's one of those things that goes and then comes back again. Yeah, probably. Probably. Uh, but so yeah, we so... recommend Mulan, though. Oh, yeah. 2009. 2009. 2009 Mul- yeah, Hua Mulan or uh, Mulan colon Rise of a Warrior. Rise of the Warrior. 
Rise of a Warrior? I think it's Rise of a Warrior. Don't check it. We will leave it in suspense. Okay. I see you reaching, and I'm like, no. <laughs> we need to end this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I need to make dinner. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> no, so we recommend the film, and we also recommend the crazy Russian yeah, Russian singing singer. thing. Yeah, Vitas. He has man, this, oh man. The, the voice of an angel. That's a quote that's from a journalist. <laughs> <laughs> Voice you, of an angel, otherworldly. These you are need, quotes. You need to see the opening of this movie just to believe it, because you really are just kind of going like, "I Ooh. can't. This cannot be the right movie. <laughs> this can't be it." Oh God! Because yeah, because the the. the the Ruan uh, leader actually yeah. says he kept them for his voice. Yeah, no, I would like reason. to die hearing yeah. your voice or something yeah, like that. You're like, yeah, and I'm like, so brother, I'm not but entirely the sure. Is, that... The thing is, journalists have honestly said these kinds of things. I mean, he has an amazing voice. It's just an odd voice. Let's put it that oh, way. Yeah. It's an unusual tone. He, he's an unusual person. <laughs> yeah, he, I'm telling you, he looks but, like the bad guy from The Crow. incredibly famous in Asia. Yeah, good for like him. The same way, you know, the Sai Gundam style oh, guy. Oh, yeah. Like, he has over 40 albums. He's like super, super popular yeah. in uh, South Korea. In South Korea, yeah. yeah. I mean, so they're, Vitas they're the way same more famous way. than we'll ever be. Yeah, so Vitas, the same thing. He's pretty much like Everyone in Asia knows this person. Oh, my goodness. And he's super popular. So we so, have now yeah. recommended a movie and a vocal artist. We're doing well today. Yeah, we're doing well. We're he doing actually well. has a few good songs. Oh, fair enough. I, yeah. I have I, I never I heard of this meme. man. I saw the meme and I had to search it up. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, at least you're we, usu- we usually give a score. Uh, Ooh, I'll give this. On. Yeah. I'll, you can think about it. I'll give it. Uh, so five, we go give it a score from 1 to 10, where 5 is average. I'm going to give this an 8 out of 10. I'm going to go 7. So, uh, yeah, because I think it's a, it's a, it's one of those... It's one of the few war epics that I would watch again. I don't usually watch a lot of war epics. Yeah, and I, I, that's probably why I gave it a slightly lower score, because I am a war epic guy. I like yeah. those movies. And this movie has a lot of the good stuff, but it's... It's a little sappy. <laughs> it's a little sappy, and it's a little... There's a lot of this cutting away from the war to get back to the sappy. Yeah. So there was, I found myself a couple of times kind of like, mm, can we just continue the battle scene, please? Because yeah. it was actually kind of cool. Yeah, so seven or eight. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's seven, a, it's a strong recommend. It's a, Definitely. It's a, it's, a, it's a great movie. It's a great movie. It's, we a good, recommend it's a good to great movie, is what it is. Good to great movie. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on your uh, preferences. And we here from the Good to Great podcast would... <laughs> like good to, to great. Thank you for listening. Yeah, if you want to get in touch with us, ask us questions, you can do so at sightonscreen at gmail.com or on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash sightonscreen, all one word. Uh, we are always open to suggestions, comments, constructive criticism, and monetary endorsement. Yes. So uh, feel free to give us all of those. And uh, <laughs> any, we'll be happy. any and all. <laughs> any and all. I yeah. mean, if you have some Chinese epic films or Chinese films in general that you feel that maybe we haven't seen, something that's gone under the radar, yeah. please feel free to recommend it. That is an area of cinema we're neither super oh, yeah. familiar Definitely with. Definitely send that recommendations. So we would love to hear about that, and then one of us can... You know, check those out, bite that bullet, like we did this week, and then take it from there. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thank you, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, catch you on the other side.